0: Welcome to the Cobra Here For You Routine or Ritual Podcast, I'm Pumazalanga. We are all aware of the cleansing, healing and relaxing properties of water. We know how taking a long bath at the end of the day soothes away the worries and the stresses and is often the trick to a better night's sleep. And yes, magical baths are becoming more and more popular in modern spirituality for a very good reason. Whatever your reason for a particular ritual to getting ready for your day or evening, in this podcast series we are going to explore the importance of choosing the perfect bathroom and kitchen assets to fit in your daily lives. Whether it is a routine or a ritual, those moments of making coffee or tea, cooking with your partner, or playing baker-baker with your kids. Joining us in this podcast series is and Machozi professional architect with an eye for the simple and finest things in the interior decoration space, a lifestyle and travel influencer based in Durban. And he's going to be sharing some of what his clients look for when designing their kitchens or bathrooms of choice. Is it mainly aimed at creating a more ritual or therapeutic space or does functionality matter more for the everyday routines? Our second guest, Aisha O'Reilly, an award-winning mommy blogger, host of the whole mama show podcast a wife and mother of two boys and an entrepreneur and she'll be telling us more about how routines and rituals for her and what they consist of and for those special moments for her things that we do over time and the things that become such a huge part of us sometimes without us even knowing thank you so much for joining us Aisha and Dagoza Thanks Thank for, having for having us. us. <laughs> awesome. So let's kind of rewind a little bit and talk about twenty twenty. Cause sure. Yeah, we a lot of us were shaken when twenty twenty came along because you know, we started off the year, you know, it was twenty plenty, it was the excitement, it was the energy. We were all really, really in a good space about it. And then of course, life happened. So in terms of for me personally, I mean in recent memory, like 2020 really challenged us, not only in a professional way, but in a very personal level as well. And for me, it made me question how I take care of, of myself. And when we became, when we went into strict lockdown and the regulations hit hard, we spent most of our times at home. And for me personally, like I, it was a challenge to find that space where I was like, okay, so this is my my keep sane space, this is my workspace, this is my take care of the family space but for you guys I mean I'll start with you Aisha did you find any you know particular space in your home where you you wanted to treat maybe your kitchen or your bathroom space differently like where were the 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 particular you know areas of comfort and you Mm. know sacredness for you in your home
1: um I think almost oddly enough I would have to say that it's Mm -hmm. my son's room And (laughs) yeah, and that's why I say oddly enough, because it's even when I was pregnant with him, my first son, it was a room that just offered me so much calm and peace. I think because I I really anticipated his arrival and it just made me just feel, yeah, quite calm and hopeful. And so when I was pregnant with my second son, Um, during lockdown, (laughs) I was heavily (laughs) pregnant um, in 2020. And so, that's basically where I would retreat. It's quiet. It's quite a small room. It's one of the smallest rooms in our house, but it's really quiet, but it's also a very cool room. You know, um, the walls are painted a cool gray. There's lots of sunshine. I'm able to open the windows and just get some really, you know, great fresh air. So, I would say that but that area in my house is the the sort of safe space uh, nice. for quiet time, yeah, before my son decides to come back in it, of course.. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and,
0: um, earlier we were chatting about the, the the joys of co-parenting and i know your, your <laughs> husband is quite hands-on which is yeah, really, really awesome yeah so for him during lockdown i mean when you were heavily pregnant mm. did he you know like when it came to to making meals was the kitchen like his playground like how did you guys navigate that particular space because oh yeah for for some women it's like okay that's my space or you know it's it's amazing when the men want to take over the kitchen Mm. so how did you navigate that and what was his um his way of of you know taking over to help you but also making it his
1: own Okay, well, there wasn't really any taking over to help me. He just completely took over, full stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my husband, wow. my husband loves to cook. Um, he prefers mm-hmm. it uh, over mm-hmm. the other tasks of bedtime and bath time and all of that. And so okay. we came to the agreement that you know what, I, 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 I can't be cooking and doing the cleaning and taking mm-hmm. care of, you know, my son, Kai, and being pregnant at the same time. So my mm-hmm. husband, you know, he, he loves to cook. So he's he is the primary um, chef in our house. So the kitchen is oh, actually yeah. his. He completely took over it. Um, there have been <laughs> several times where he's actually kicked me out of the kitchen. Um, <laughs> so so that's his sanctuary um for some mm-hmm. reason he finds calm in um in that area while the, the chaos of parenthood kind of continues with me in the other rooms mm. of the house yeah amazing <laughs> and in Douglas for you um any
0: which one was the space I for I think you?
2: for me it will definitely have to be my bathroom. so we're mm-hmm. quite lucky to have a big uh, east facing window which brings in a lot of natural light, especially in the morning. So for mm-hmm. me, um I know as real as it may sound, uh, I found myself spending a little more time <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> than before during lockdown. And, uh, you know, okay. being, <laughs> being under strict lockdown, I think kind of made me more um, mindful of of things like self-care and and just mm. taking care of uh, my general well-being. And this really changed mm. the way I interacted with that space because in a way it kind of felt like a mini escape. And... Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said before lockdown the bathroom for us or for me was just a space to clean up and get ready and but as I spent more time at home um, I guess it became more of a space where I can relax um, and just create a personal retreat in the comfort of my home Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely have to say it was the bathroom for me
0: the bathroom yeah that's so cool I think I mean look for many of us I mean I I, when I go to the bathroom usually hiding from (laughs) (laughs) my
2: it is an escape
0: escape until she finds me because she's like Sherlock Holmes that way (laughs) (laughs) and what I found during lockdown especially I mean when you start you know a lot of the time you're online and you're looking you're thinking okay like how can I create you know this how do I do a DIY project like this and I mean I was finding that okay I was looking to really because you never know like we didn't know how hard um how lockdown was we thought you know, it was gonna be 21 uh, days of, <laughs> yeah right and then it became like 21 days plus a whole yeah. a whole
2: year, <laughs> a whole
0: yeah. a year. right mm. and we're still feeling it mm. yeah we're so feeling it and there were certain like little projects I started picking up, you know, just to to create like just an environment where I was like, okay, I can be happy, my husband can be happy, um, and my daughter can be happy and whether it's individually in our own spaces or together and it had to function. Did you find that you were investing in your home a little bit more? Um, in what specific ways were you doing that? Aisha? Um,
1: I think for me it was more not necessarily in the, in the actual time of lockdown that we, mm-hmm. we were able to, because, I mean, mm-hmm. I think every a lot of people can relate that just from a financial point of view, um, mm. to, to actually go ahead and execute anything, and also just from a logistics point of view, you know, obviously we had I to stay you. at home um, <laughs> yeah. and not really have anybody um, coming over to sort of help us do anything. So we That's... actually, before lockdown started, because I was pregnant, the plan was to mm-hmm. renovate our home and um, you know add another sort of guest wing to our to our to our house to just expand the room space but obviously lockdown happened and that mm-hmm. that put a huge pause on a lot of things so it was more um, uh thinking about and planning okay so once lockdown mm-hmm. does end, how would we change this room and how would we you know, remodel this area and um, the the wing that you know we are still going to be putting, you know, um, adding to our mm-hmm. house. Uh, you know, the questions of okay, the bathroom, for for example, mm-hmm. is something that is a huge thing for me. Um, and mm-hmm. I've, I, you know, I wanted to have a. Sorry, I did say it was going to be a guest wing. I stand to be corrected. It's supposed to be <laughs> our master wing. I'm a bit tongue tied oh, at the moment. Nice. So it's supposed to be our master. A bedroom wing and I've yeah. always wanted to have a you know a little walk-in closet um, just a little a little one what do you mean a little one a little one, <laughs> a little one. I need to be realistic <laughs> I've, I've only got a certain number of square meters to play with um, but you know but that for me has always been my my dream to have that area yeah. as mine you know my husband yeah. is not really that interested in that kind of you know that kind of space but for me you know I would love to have a beautiful bathroom that extends into a a you know walk in closet and a nice little vanity area mm-hmm. for me and so for me it was a, a lot of the 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 thoughts were going towards mm-hmm. how that's going to look like um who's going to put it together what kind of finishes mm-hmm. would we like to put in there and how the space is supposed to make us feel. So it was more of that kind of um, energy that we were putting towards the actual expansion of our house, yeah
0: that sounds amazing hmm. i I'm, uh, I'm 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 a little green with envy right now cuz i'm like wow
1: <laughs> One day
0: when i'm big it has it hasn't too.
1: happened yet we're still working it's on coming. it but it's, coming. It's coming. It's,
0: it's <laughs> coming it's coming it's coming we'll get you a little something something for it <laughs> we'll do a housewarming gift for you oh that'll be that'll be so sweet <laughs> Um,
2: while we're on the topic of green uh, i might just add yeah. <laughs> so um the one thing for me um that i did mm. during that time uh, so lockdown happened yeah. when i just started my company and uh, i was wow. forced to move back home and i, I was quite devastated mm. at the time but obviously i couldn't yeah. you know be all miserable i had to find ways to kind of um navigate through life during that difficult time and um mm-hmm. i found myself taking on new hobbies and one of them was gardening and uh, I think for me the one thing that was extremely um, consistent with my home improvements during lockdown was plants. I um, I remember there was a time where I used to buy flowers pretty much every week and I felt like they really um, transformed the space the interiors Mm -hmm. of my home and just bringing in that calmness you know how plants can um you know bring life into their space so that was one thing that i really invested in um just kind of creating a little um relaxation sanctuary in my home so um yeah and i also try to incorporate like you know simple additions around the house um such as accessories you know your um, um, luxury relaxing aromas um, mm. Candles around, scented candles around the house, um, diffusers, just to wow. kind of create that, you know, um, almost spa-like home experience. So that's the one thing I'd yeah. say I really invested in um, during that time because I had to make my home feel comfortable.
0: No, you have mm. to. Wow. Yeah. Oh my word. Sure. That's I, I love that because I mean I think because one of those things where COVID happened and you had to recognize, you know, the reality of the situation. I mean, you had to move mm. home um you know I mean for me I you know also was like skipping into like a, tr- a weird transition period in terms of work mm. and it leads me to my next question I mean like what are the three lessons you learned about how well or not well you were taking care of yourself because I feel like a lot of us by the time it got to December we were like okay you know what <laughs> like level whatever it is like we're just gonna live <laughs> because I think we were just like so frustrated and so tired and so like uncertain about a lot mm. of things and I mean I have to say like I, I I'm a big advocate for self-care but I'm the worst person to like actually follow through <laughs> with what self-care looks like for me and what I need to do until I really get to a point where I'm like, okay, you are about to burn out? You need to take care of yourself properly. So what have been the the, the lessons that you've learned about how well or not well you were taking care of yourself? We'll start with you, and Thomas, I oh, think, for... I like the picking up of the, of the, the green elements. Yes. Mm. I, I, so, I feel like that was part of it.
2: Um, continuing from the story about me starting my business just before lockdown, um, I, I, mm. I've Obviously, started working, um, you know, from home, working very hard on building the brand, etc., putting in a lot of yeah. hours into building my business. But then I also felt yeah. that it was very important for me to try and find uh, a balance, you know, and not overwork yes. myself. I mean, um, already during that time, there's a lot of, you know, tension, um, anxiety, mm-hmm. and depression was on <laughs> on the most extreme levels. So uh, I've mm-hmm. um, I learned to kind of um, build that relationship with myself where i'm disciplined in my time i know that i don't need to work beyond five hours a day (laughs) and i have to take a break if i have to and the one thing that was also Mm. very consistent for me was um um just being out in in nature and being outdoors i live by the coast and i would often go for walks in the afternoon just to kind of um Mm yeah keep my mind at peace and and um Mm -hmm. kind of forget about all the drama that was happening in the world so um Mm -hmm. yeah mind body and soul for me were the three main um sort of aspects that I kind of prioritized during that time um and I, I, Mm -hmm. I learned that it's really important to to love yourself and just be um kind to yourself you know there's a lot that's stressing us out that sadly we cannot control Mm -hmm. so um, the least you can do is just you know be kind to yourself and i also um, Mm -hmm. you know learned that it's really important to um you know work on constantly improving your space your your environment the home that you live in because i mean ultimately it does impact how you feel um at home so um yeah so things like diy you know little improvements around the house can make quite a, a significant impact um yeah so that's that was one of the lessons those are some of the lessons that i took Mm. during that time self-care um just finding balance between work and and um your sanity really (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, (laughs) that was really important because it could have easily gone worse if i had um, allowed myself to drown (laughs) you know
0: yeah that's so true and and yourself Aisha.
1: Well, I'd say that um, just in terms of what I what I don't think that I did well, what I realized that I wasn't doing very well was mm. I wasn't being present, and mm. that's something that I I you know I don't think I I can say that I'm an expert in now, <laughs> but it's something that <laughs> I realized that. Um, very very clearly last year that that was something that mm. I I usually you know look forward to things uh, I'm always thinking mm. about the next thing the next okay so you know even when I've accomplished something I've reached a goal mm. um, I don't really sort of pause to celebrate it or mm. um, you know really acknowledge mm, yeah. it even though I've worked three months six months a whole year whatever it is to reach that goal. Mm. So I usually just sort of move forward. Okay, what's next? What's
2: constantly next? What's on the next? news.
1: <laughs> yeah, constantly. Mm. And so um, that, that, that sort of, I guess in a way caused me to, to always be in a bit of a state of anxiety in, in some way or another. Mm. And um, obviously anxiety is not good for anybody. Mm. <laughs> and um, especially when I was pregnant last year, and so what, um, when when we went into lockdown, you know, my anxiety went into overdrive and um, obviously that wasn't healthy for me. It wasn't healthy for my baby. Yes. And I was able to sort of take a step back and just realize that, you know what, looking at all, um, you know, yes, we, we couldn't renovate. We, I couldn't have my baby shower. I couldn't, there were a lot of mm-hmm. things that I was still looking forward to doing at mm-hmm. that point. But I couldn't do any more because obviously we were restricted. And so it kind of forced me to sort of realize and, and look at what is currently happening now yes. um, and enjoy those moments as they come. And um, and so then I was able to pause and, you know, be grateful and mm. um, take stock of what was good in my life, what was happening in my life that didn't sort of, um, uh, you know, go, go off plan necessarily. Mm. Um, And that's, you know, the, I was concentrating on, you know, bringing a healthy baby into the world. Mm. And, um, you know, the fact that my husband was still able to come with me to my doctor's uh, appointments Mm. at the clinic, Mm. um, where a lot of other, you know, hospitals and clinics weren't allowing Um, such. So those Mm -hmm. kinds of little, um, I put little in quotes, because at the moment, at that moment, it was big for me. Mm -hmm. So that was something I I, I wasn't doing before, which is, I'm still working on it. But Mm -hmm. um, uh, I realized that it's something that I I really had to hone in on during lockdown, especially. And then uh, I think what I did very well in terms Mm -hmm. of self-care is being, you know, creating boundaries around my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so digital boundaries, for lack yes. of a better term. I don't yes. even know if there is actually a term for it. But um, when when lockdown started and just, I'd say maybe the first four or five months mm-hmm. um, after lockdown, I was inundated with messages, for you know, WhatsApp messages and um, news headlines and, Uh, you know just a lot of uh, media and content around coronavirus and Mm. um, you know the the death toll and the virus um, you know sort of contraction rate and all of that so that hearing that all the time and seeing it all the time it's not exactly the best (laughs) the best sort of um, environment you know to kind of you know have my have my energy in if yes. that makes sense and so I was a I, I definitely I told all of the groups that I was a part of because I'm sure I'm not the only one who's part of like three or four or five six <laughs> different family groups um <laughs> <laughs> just family on their own um and I was able to mute them or I would tell them listen this is the kind of information I don't really need to know and mm. so I in I I rather opted in to get updates on nice. what's happening in the situation, rather than um, letting all of that information be flooded to my phone. And then Jeez. the the other thing, which is uh, something that Tokozo sort of t- uh, touched on, mm. and that's I also, you know, looked at my home because I, I obviously, being stuck at home, <laughs> 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 um, the the actual. S- space of my house and mm-hmm. um, I really used that time to also start decluttering. I guess maybe yeah, it was yeah, also yeah. that time of my pregnancy where I was also, in that lesson phase and um, I was, I was able to, you know, clear and, uh, what I didn't need, sort out the things that I do, I was keeping for my second friend to come through. Um, and just really just sort of prepare the house for his arrival. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so
0: awesome. Wow, guys, you you y'all
1: did a really good job last year about the
0: lessons you learned. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we had no choice
1: (laughs) yeah we didn't have much choice
0: (laughs) that is so true that is so true I think look I love the things that like everything that you touched on because I mean there were the lessons that I learned in terms of like you were saying in terms of the phone and what information you allowed in and Mm. also spending time less on the phone because I mean having my daughter home she was used to the activity of crash and you know, running around and playing and lessons and all these things. And I was just like, what do I do? How do I do this? Right. Yeah. And, you know, being able to create, you know, apart from the uncertainty of what we were experiencing as adults, and we're aware of the seriousness of it. I mean, for her in the beginning, we were in the midst of terrible twos, but also in my mind, I had to be like, okay, look, it's, it's, it's amplified. It's feeling like it's very amplified because, She's out of the routine that she's used to. So it's always mom and dad every single day, but like, we're my friends. And so finding a way within the home to be like, okay, we're okay, you're okay, we're just all together now, (laughs) all the time. Yeah. And also being kinder to myself when I thought, okay, I needed to have a handle on everything. And that's not always possible because you're also trying to figure out your space and what you need and how to take care of yourself. And I think I've learned better how to vocalize it instead of kind of trying to like, you know, be a hero and mission Mm. and be like, I'm going to make it work Mm. and be like, actually, you know what? No, we like, you know, this is not happening today. I need mom needs her time. Pumeza needs her space. Pumeza Mm. needs to figure out her space and the way that she wants to be so those were my lessons and yeah I'm, I'm getting better sometimes yeah <laughs> sort of I, I could do better but I'm getting there <laughs> the, the next part of our conversation I mean like what have been the you know some of your routine and ritual moments that that stemmed from you know COVID but just for you generally that you've seen that evolved as you've grown older and you find ways that interest you like what are those routine and ritual moments? I mean, like this morning I was chatting to a colleague and I was saying to her, you know, I don't mind waking up at half past four in the morning mm. and spending time writing and journaling because I know that's my time when it's most quiet. The, the house is quiet. No, one's has, no one is woken up yet. Mm. So those are my, you know, things that I do. And like I spend time and I'm like, okay, you know, how is my day going to go and really being intentional in that way? Um, so what have you know been your routine and rituals that you've been you know working on Aisha
1: well I try very hard um to mm. to get that me time in the mornings mm. yeah. <laughs> it's not always guaranteed <laughs>
0: <True> <laughs> that. especially now
1: um with with my eight month old who you know keeps waking oh. up but yeah. um if and when I can get it it's exactly that that time in the morning at around 4 30 between mm. 4.30 and 5.30, 6 o'clock or so, that is gold for me because it is yeah. so quiet um, these days. Uh. The sun isn't even starting to rise yet. It's nice and dark. Mm. I love making myself a cup of Boigos tea. And having that with a Rusk and listening to a podcast, that is my thing. <laughs> I, I, love I love it. And it, it just sets the day for me so, so nicely. And if I get that yeah. hour or so, I'm a completely different woman uh, for the rest of the nice. day. Yeah, yeah, definitely
0: that is so true that is absolutely so true Yeah. and in terms of being a mom and wife and entrepreneur like mm. what were the challenging moments that you faced during lockdown and because it's it's a million different hats as women mm-hmm. that we wear yeah <laughs> so what were the, the the challenging moments that you really were like okay and I'm, I'm this is is feeling insurmountable but you know I need to face it and how did you work through them oh
1: wow do we have time for this <laughs> <laughs> can oh, pick one. So, like how many would you like okay um honestly i think the the biggest i mean the the most obvious challenge of course was being pregnant and mm. um you know not having my village around me and that yeah. it's is such a it's such a crucial time to have support um yeah. you know being pregnant and 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 the newborn phase as well and so because remember I I gave birth in June and so we were still in I think it was level four level three lockdown by then so it it still wasn't as um, sort of free and so Mm. yeah so I think that that definitely was the the biggest challenge Mm. Um, you know it really literally just being me my husband and my firstborn Kai Um, so that was very very challenging but I think the 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 thing that I wanted to point out that you know because he asked how did I overcome the, you know mm. the challenge is that mm. um, w- another challenge was having Kai at home so he yes. has been going to preschool he thrives in school and so when they yeah. closed the schools down um, at first you know we thought okay this 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 could be great this could be all right you know um (laughs) go online and you know we've got wi-fi no problem um and we'll do some homeschooling and activities and his his school put together a little um stay at home um activity sort of course and every day there were you know activities to do and so on and so forth and maybe the first day it went okay but by day three or four i wasn't keeping up to date with activities Mm. i was exhausted um this was when i was about six months seven months pregnant um he was frustrated because mommy's not a teacher (laughs) i am i'm not i'm not trained for this you know so um he was frustrated i would get impatient and it just became Mm. this um uh yeah I would I would actually cry about it because I felt like I was letting my child down and that by the time school did open that he was going to be you know behind the other children I mean he's four years old so um, I was grateful that it wasn't um, you know he wasn't older where he really did have to stay on top of things and that's when I realized you know what maybe that it's it's a blessing that he isn't 14 years old and you know yeah. or 17 18 years old about to go you know um about to do his matric year yeah. um, so let me just use this to my advantage and we we're not going to do it you know if he's behind mm-hmm. then he's behind we'll, we'll catch up in you know another time. another time and yeah. so i just let it go i let go of the the schedule because i had a whole schedule put together i you know just mm. put that aside and we just woke we would wake up every morning and we would do what we felt like doing that day and what mommy had the energy to do that day
0: <laughs> Unstructured days I, I love exactly that.
1: yeah yeah that's the only oh, way wow. to get through
0: it yeah i think i, I can definitely relate to that because i mean with my daughter like i said you guys earlier like i mean having your child go to you know, like preschool or crèche or whatever, like the, it's, it's a routine, right? Mm. They get used to this routine, they they understand the routine, they've got their little friends, yeah. they've got their yeah. teachers, their favorite teachers, they know what's going to happen at you know specific time of day because they've just got it in their head. And now, it's like, mom doesn't know the routine, dad doesn't yeah. <laughs> know the routine. How is this going to work? And you're thinking, uh, I need you to tell me what you do at this time. And it's it was so insane because you'd wait for like uh we'd also like wait we'd had like a, a, a class plan like a what the teachers would share with us um over whatsapp just mm. to help us at some point i was like if i need to print out one more thing <laughs> <laughs> i was just like no this is not happening yeah and eventually i'd be like oh you know what, i'll file it away For the day that, you know, I really don't know what to do with her and it's raining. And I'm just like, okay, let's color in something. Yeah. But otherwise, let's just go outside. Let's go play. I mean, I remember there was a point I just, I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, if we go outside, I've got... Work to do, there's a meeting that needs to take place, but we are outside in the jungle gym. Mm. And eventually you get to that point where everybody understands mm. because we're all in the same boat. Right, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's
0: exactly <laughs> so it. So the question for you on us is about when it comes to designing spaces um, to be modern and family friendly. Or is it a case of just giving a home that touch that needs it, so like, just be part of our like of the client's life. So as an architect, like what are some of the interesting requests that have come through? Like when it comes to items such as, you know, the bathroom spaces or the kitchen spaces, so it's mm. the taps, the showers, bathrooms, um, kitchen. Because I mean, for me, like when I look at the the interior decorating, like magazines. I was like some of the designs I'm just like how is this gonna like is this safe because <laughs> you know, like, in in my head I thought maybe it's because it's a mom you're thinking like I would need to child proof the whole place <laughs> <laughs> so what have been like some of the interesting things that you've seen and in terms of requests and some of the things that you have to say actually that might not work
2: (laughs) so um i'd have to say like um luckily most of my clients have um you know been playing it safe in the creative space you don't want to get too creative or too crazy with with ideas so um i guess the most for me the most um interesting or Uncommon request gets would be um, things that would be like you know accessories or um, just enhancements. Mm-hmm. Or so, um, they ask for a specific type of tap, or uh, maybe okay. a gold tap, or a shower head. Shower head a different color. Even um, mm-hmm. ask for one that's maybe in uh, the color that's not even <laughs> doesn't even exist. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I mean some have some really. Um, like out of this world um, ideas uh, with, with their themes mm-hmm. and and I mean at the end of the day we always have to respect the clients um, you know needs and kind of meet them mm-hmm. somewhere but I mean we can't always say yes sometimes we have to advise accordingly so um, mm-hmm. yeah we, we just have I think so far we've been just keeping in within. Um, know the safe design standards nothing too over the top yet but i have to say i've had someone recently ask um in fact not even once it's happened several times we have had clients ask for um um sockets plug points in the bathroom this is not something very common in south africa Uh, uh, it's more popular in in you know um overseas and uh, and Mm. i find that the most common reason for this is that People just want to be able to utilize electronic devices in the bathroom, mm-hmm. or you know, dryer or um, steamer, mm-hmm. just for the convenience. So that's something that's uh, a consistent uh, or a, a recurring request with my clients. Um, yeah, okay. flag points, something that I think we as architectural designers need to um, re-look into um, incorporating into our bathroom designs um, or maybe mm-hmm. even revising our building standards because they're not really um they aren't that common here in south africa so mm-hmm. yeah those are some of the um i'd say not so strange but uh a bit of extraordinary requests that really we get sometimes <laughs> from our clients and also i had somebody ask me for um speakers on the ceiling and this person went wanted their bathroom to be wow. obviously like a, a, a you know an escape or a relaxation kind of sanctuary. Mm. So I'm um, guessing they mm. want to spark kind of um, feel to their bathroom. So having mm. speakers on the ceiling, they, they can you know enjoy some nice music mm. while taking a long soothing bath on a Sunday with a glass of wine, you know, that type of thing. Oh, so wow. um, yeah, I've had somebody ask for, for, for speakers just to create that, that um, I don't know, relaxa- relaxing ambiance in their space. Mm. With me, I music.
1: really like that oh, idea. I, mm.
2: right? <laughs> Imagine you, its like it. you a spa, but at home.
1: Yeah, and that sounds nice,
2: amazing. Nice, mellow.
0: Music. I
1: should see those in desk for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is. A thing. You know what? The the, the best thing, like um, I actually have to send it to you, Aisha. Um, so Cobra's got this really amazing um, not another brochure. Yes, <laughs> and it's oh my word like you know the thing is for me like whether it's um you know those DIY home improvement magazines or you know you like you see a pamphlet and you I I love looking at it because I'm just thinking okay so what's the latest styles Mm. and designs etc and obviously like Pinterest is also like a place I'll go to but it always feels like I look at it and I'm just like it doesn't feel like it would work i don't i don't see myself in that kind of space you know Mm. if if that makes sense like i can't picture myself you know i'd be like okay so this is how the rooms would seamlessly move into each other i can't really picture myself you know family surrounding me or it's just me so the one thing i like about not another brochure is that it actually depicts real life Mm. so for me it's you know trying to trying to wash my daughter's hair like it's it's feels like World War II. she <laughs> behaves as though well. i'm about to kill her and she's just like on some this is not happening you're about to drown me this is not gonna work like stop trying to wash my hair <laughs> and it, it's those kind of things where when i look at not another brochure like the images it it looks like okay that could be that that mm-hmm. could be me that could be my family where my daughter and I, at her age she wants to wash the dishes with mm-hmm. me so i'm trying to navigate that and how to like you know incorporate, you know, letting her be part of that because she wants to learn and she wants to experience and she wants to spend time with me. So I don't want to say no, don't do it because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So it's it, it's great to find a space that, yes, selling you a product, mm. um, but it's it, it's also just trying to say, you know what, like we we understand your world. We understand who you are, what you're stressing about, what you're thinking about. Yeah. We understand kids, family, etc. And it, it it makes me feel comfortable and say, okay, you know what, where do I go to when I'm looking for something? And, and now immediately when I go and play around on the brochure, I'm like, oh, okay, this is what's new, this is what's happening, um how can I implement it? And even like now when I'm thinking of my dream home, I'm like, okay, I know where to go. And that matters so much mm. for me, like, like that truly, truly matters and it makes sense. And it leads up to my next question for you, Douglas, is like, as an architectural designer, like what recommendations can you share with anyone who's considering adding and updating their home? Like, I mean, with Aisha now, they're, they're looking at, you know, ex- um, adding the master wing for themselves nice. and um, for herself and her husband and like focusing on the different elements um, that can come in. I mean, like what, I mean, we're talking about water because of the the relaxation elements of it, but in terms of the architectural side of things i mean taps and pipes and all those things they're those things that we have to think about we don't really think about so what are the thing like what are your recommendations that you can share
2: um i think like in order to um enhance your uh, i guess your overall bathroom experience at home um, from an architectural point mm. of view um and space yeah. special planning um I- i'd suggest yeah. that they um work from the existing parameters of their space um mm-hmm. and actually um you know don't not shy away from you know embracing what's existing like you mentioned it um you mm-hmm. made a point about pipes if there's exposed piping in the bathroom in don't be scared to you know public coat those black or gold or whatever make them part of the feature give the bedroom character um and and also just working from what's existing from that point to see what can um know physically can be achieved in terms of space uh, and, and concepts mm-hmm. and also always. this um, I think it's important to try and um, bring in a part of you as the client you know uh, it's important to um, have the for the space to reflect a part of you as the client so if you're somebody who's mm-hmm. um, more into uh, I don't know self-care and relaxation and all those things I think that can be that should be translated in your um, in the overall looking feel of your space um, I think that spa- like interior spaces or um, residential spaces should reflect mm-hmm. the people that live in them
0: mm-hmm.
2: so yes. um, yeah and also another thing that I've um, recently started uh, which is a great um, you know uh, <laughs> I think this is groundbreaking um, COBRA has recently mm-hmm. uh, has launched a, a new virtual um, showroom where you can um, you know mm-hmm browse through the, the the products um in in a sort of a 3d format um you're basically virtually in the in the showroom and it allows you to mm-hmm. um get a full experience of of everything you know i mean mm-hmm. with lockdown with covered um and and all these restrictions and not being able to yeah. travel freely uh, i think it's, mm-hmm. it's a brilliant mm-hmm. um you know innovation that we're now able to get a full showroom experience um at the tip of our hands and and that's one thing i'd highly recommend for for clients that maybe do not have much guidance or the don't have a professional team assisting them with the design, the renovation, re- renovating of their homes. They can easily just go into this um, virtual showroom and and um, just navigate their way around it and then be able to uh, make a selection on on, on um, finishes for their bathrooms, accessories for their bathrooms. So uh, I'd highly recommend that It's the virtual showroom by Cobra. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. Mm. I sure
2: you know it.
1: I do. Go. I certainly do. And I won't
2: <laughs> lie. This you. this has made life so much easier for us as architects because, um, you know, previously we'd have to um, set up meetings or, or, or trips to these showrooms mm-hmm. and, and spend like half a day going through a number of products. Oh. And with this, we can literally do this in minutes. And mm. um, you know, it saves it saves everybody everybody time. So I think it's. Um, the future
0: i love Mm. it our last one before we go um please share like i mean it can be just one routine or ritual that's changed over time but you've learned um as you've grown older um starting with you aisha like whatever you learned from either an older person older woman um in terms of learning what routines and rituals have meant for them And how have you defined what works for you, especially in the space that you're in now and taking into account that you're a mom of two very, very busy boys? Oh,
1: wow. Um, (laughs) Well, I can't necessarily attribute this to anybody specific, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I would just say that it's something that, you know, uh, the media, society in general, they always you know, you always talk, they always talk about um, having eight hours of sleep. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I guess the person that I'm referring to is society, you know, the, um, and uh, I think growing up or not growing up, I think, especially when I was in my twenties, I just thought, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Eight hours of sleep, who really needs that? But my goodness, <laughs> do I need that? <laughs> <laughs> so the ritual—oh yeah—the ritual of you know, um, uh, brushing my teeth and removing my makeup yes. and getting into my pajamas—and you know, that's something yes. that I really don't take for granted anymore because it's telling my body, okay, it's time to rest now. And mm. when I do get yes. that rest and that sleep, it's a game changer. Um, so, right. okay, 10 years ago, I was able to still function on four hours of sleep, no problem, <laughs> whereas now I really mm-hmm. do appreciate those those moments, the very few nights that I do get my full, I'd say it's more like six to seven hours of sleep. I'm still working on eight mm-hmm. hours, but um, it's, <laughs> a, it's a hope and I'll get there one day. So, yeah, the, the power of sleep and rest. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's so true. And Doug, also for you? Um, I
2: think I'd also add to that. I mean, um, growing up, we've we've always been to- told to um, always put in more, work harder, put in 150% yes. and, and always go mm. the extra mile. Yeah. And uh, as I grew older, I realized that's actually not healthy for my well-being. And mm. um, I've learned mm. that it's really important, to, uh, back to my point earlier, to to always have that balance between your work life mm. and your mm. um just your personal life your um free time is is valuable so Mm. um i think my kind of routine has changed from i mean back in high school or uni where i was working until midnight and and felt like i was i felt proud i'd feel i'd actually Mm. be proud of working till 2 a.m but i'm realizing that's actually not healthy and I've I've told yeah. myself, you know, I, I need to actually respect my health and then treat my body um the right way and that's why I uh, I think my routine has um changed in the sense that I'm now putting myself first, that prioritise my own time, my mm-hmm. personal time, my um my health, my just general well-being mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. that's allowed me to be more flexible with my okay, luckily I've I mean being an entrepreneur I'm more flexible with my hours so I don't have to stick to um, you know those systematic hours that I expected Um, (laughs) so
0: as we wrapped up our conversation we spoke a little bit more about self-care the home creating a space for yourself that rejuvenates you centers you allows you to connect with your family and encourages you to go all out into the world and be all that you can be on your terms.
1: I don't know. I guess I, I can talk about self-care um, for, there's just so many different aspects of it. I think generally mm. as women, you know, I think we really mm. need to, um, you know, just like Dokosa said, like prioritize our self-care and, um, yes. you know, it, traditionally it has been called selfish, you know, and yes. um, selfish, you know, it, it just has such a negative connotation to it yeah. as a word. Yeah. But yeah. It, I don't, I, these days I don't care if it's, if it's considered selfish or not. I know, I, I feel and I believe it's self-full, you know, if I mm. am able to take care of myself, then I'm able to take care of the others who depend on me. Um, you know it is that that saying that you know you you have to fill your cup first before you fill others and it is just Mm -hmm. you know as a mother as a wife as a daughter as a friend as um, you know a content creator there are all these people who are relying on on me for something so if it's you know Okay. um with my kids it's survival so that's very important <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, but i can't be the best version of me if i don't give myself some some of that you know okay. some of that energy so and you need yeah help. we need to we need to really take care of ourselves the the way i see it the the days of the self-sacrificing mother are gone you know okay. yeah
0: exactly yeah absolutely gone and i think as we grow older or our circumstances circumstances change Mm. then we do adjust the the different like i think the identified routines Mm. or rituals or how we self-care ourselves accordingly and like you say it's the self-sacrificing you know individual woman mother woman like everything that's changing but i think what we always have to be aware of is how what we do for ourselves to replenish mm. and heal ourselves, mm. how that makes us mm. feel. And I think as we grow older or things change and move around, we, we those things adjust as well because you want to do things that make you feel good and we start paying attention to what makes us yeah. feel good, whether it's the music, the conversations, the people, the spaces that we're in, the homes that mm. we're in. It just, yeah, it, it all ties into each other because it it has the heart and mind effect, right? It's like you're, you're, if your heart feels good, your mm. mind feels good, you feel good and you can really go into the world and be who you want to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm back. sorry, my phone
2: rebooted. I'm back. Apologize. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <God. laughs>
0: Gotta love these phones. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, I was just asking Aisha if, I mean, she's just a, like a, a little sign off um, so did I so I'm just going to tie okay. it all together somehow oh lord <laughs> so is there any last um, thoughts that you you have because we really loved what you were saying about um, respecting mm. your body respecting your no, health yeah that's so extremely important
2: wanna... and uh, I'll just touch mm-hmm. on maybe something a bit personal but um, lockdown was really yeah. tough <laughs> and I, I basically yeah. had to um, either you know learn either to swim or, swim, or sink and uh, I chose to swim. It was really tough. Mm. But and that's yeah. uh kind of yeah. forced me or encouraged me to um love myself more and yeah kind of yes. uh move away from being too fixated on all the bad things that you know that I cannot control.
0: Mm. Um, so,
2: yeah. Mm. That's where it all comes from. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: No, that's amazing. That's amazing. But thank you both so much, Ndogoza and Aisha, thank you. Thank you for thank having you, us. Really, it's been really, I really appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm looking to have more conversations with you guys about routines and rituals but also just understand how you are both navigating the spaces that you're in it's very diverse very amazing i love the fact that you're both entrepreneurs oh. um i'm I always i'm always rooting for the entrepreneur but thank you so much for your time i really really well, thank you for having us. thank you and have a good you too. Oh, cheers. <laughs> <Get> to <sleep. laughs> what do you mean get some sleep i got everything to do girl like <laughs> bye guys thank you Okay, <laughs> so what do you think what are your routines and rituals what are the things that you hold close that connect you to yourself that connect you to your family that help you relax stay attuned to who you are what you want to do The things that allow you to shed away the stresses and strains of the world, because there's plenty. Where are the spaces that you go into your home? The bathroom, the kitchen. What are the things in your bathroom and kitchen that help you ensure that you come out into the world and embrace the different new challenges that will come at you, but you're better prepared. The amazing thing about Cobra, they don't take it lightly when they say they're here for you, they truly are. And the one thing I mentioned in the podcast was that Not Another Brochure really is about Not Another Brochure, because it offers handy hints and tips on making big and small adjustments to your home, and includes other fantastic content that you can truly, truly relate to. It's aimed at, yes, the end user, but also other customers, including architects, interior designers, and plumbers and it makes the experience of renovating your home or changing a little few things in your home more of a collaborative approach. Each issue features new recipes, pep talks and monthly giveaways, as well as interviews with design and décor industry experts. So please do check out not another brochure on all Cobra social media platforms as well as their website. We look forward to the next conversation on routines and rituals. Goodbye.